0: No, no punter on TV will ever get a job again.
1: <laughs> Dreadful, dumb and dumb I'd right, call. And that's it, just like that it's the end of club football for another season season 20 21 22 is in the books and we are here to look back at it all and reflect on what has been uh, an incredible season yeah there's been
0: a there's's there's been a lot going on and uh yeah, it was it, it, it was a pretty good sort of climax i suppose with with the Champions league final yeah a little bit disappointing
1: but but alas yeah <laughs> uh as always this is the 40 yard switch this is episode 53. I'm ja, your ever-dependable host Jasper Woody Woodson And he's also your ever-dependable host <laughs> will be cuddlest. Uh And yeah, let's uh, f- As you just mentioned Let's get straight into the uh, the Champions League Takeaways, if you will uh, Real Madrid uh, beat Liverpool Within 90 minutes um, Something that None of me, you and Declan predicted last week uh, Although you did pick the Real Madrid win I was the only one to pick Real Madrid yeah. win. <laughs> it's uh, about the story. Just not quite on penalties the way the way you saw it. Um, but yeah, still a Real Madrid win uh, nonetheless. Um, yeah, like, hats off to Real Madrid. Congratulations first and foremost. Uh, they didn't really dominate though. It has to be said.
0: No, it was, yeah. I'm, I'm, I mean, it was definitely, the big takeaway was, was Thibaut Courtois yeah. Um, just having essentially the game of his life.
1: I've actually got a fun stat about how good Thibaut Courtois was in uh, that game.
0: It was funny how good he was and then after the game, not being particularly graceful about it.
1: Oh, no, none of them were. <laughs> yeah. It's like in the in the, in the the days that have followed, there's been like so many comments that have come out from Real Madrid players they are just being like incredibly sore winners. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, well.
0: All right, it's typical of Madrid. But yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, but interestingly, Courtois with Courtois with 59 saves, uh, this is for an optostat. Uh, has now set the record for the uh, for the uh, most saves in a single Champions League campaign since 2003 four, which is when the new format uh, exi- uh, started. Uh, in addition, with nine saves, he, just, he set a new record for a UCL final since 2003 um, four. Yeah, and you think back to like his saves against uh, Grealish in the semi final after they equalized and Grealish almost won it in extra time. You think to the two. Game-saving saves he made against Mane and Salah in the final, um, and yeah, just I don't. You never want to say a single player won them the Champions League, and he didn't. But like him and Ben, him and Benzema were pivotal. Benzema early on, and then Courtois in the latter stages. Yeah, I think I think there was probably more that Liverpool could have done
0: over the 90 minutes and I, that, that that's the reason why Courtois alone probably wasn't the um was wasn't the reason that they, that Real Madrid won but I mean he's he's, he's had a very big hand um, in a <laughs> bit of a pun <laughs> um in, in 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 that I mean the, the first save against Mane is ridiculous World class. like that 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 is um that's the moment of the final for sure yeah the second one in in the latter stage of the second half when the the one he saved to his right against Mo Salah that one's a bit more run of the mill but at the stage of the game it's yeah a very it's good it's, it's still very and impressive and the type of goal
1: that like it's run of the mill but it's, t- it's the type of finish that Mo Salah's probably scored a bit with in the Premier League and maybe whether or not it's his reaction time or just his sheer size at six foot seven yeah just means he's able to get up to those ones where other keepers may not be able to reach so quickly
0: yeah I think as well with with his comments after the game like he he did sound a little bit salty but to be fair a lot of people in England have sort of said that his move to Real Madrid has not gone particularly well
1: and up until this season really it no one had really been singing his praises. He came in. He couldn't even bench Kaylin Navas, or not. It's not hard. It's not easy to bench Kaylin Navas. Yeah. But he came in as this big signing. Couldn't bench Kaylin Navas for two seasons. Then Kaylin Navas left. He didn't have an amazing season first first season as a starter, and then this season has um, he's looked very stepped good. up very well. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I
0: th- I think yes. Yeah, so, so there was Courtois one half of of the sort of equation, and then the other half is. Again, just English teams not 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 showing up, but just like not playing nearly as, as good as, as as we know they can be in big in lacking, big European lacking finals. Lacking the killer
1: instinct that other European teams may have? I think so. It's 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 something
0: I, I I honestly don't know what it is, but maybe just just get more nervous generally. But it just yeah. doesn't make any sense. You yeah, know? but it's
1: just like little things like Danny Carvajal is like swarming all over Luis Diaz all game Uh, and like Trent falls asleep at the back post for the goal was having a relatively was having a pretty good game outside of that but it's like it's that sort of little bit of mongrel and it's a bit of it's an overused cliche but like that little bit of just like that sort of crazy intensity intensity that Carvajal plays with means that he probably didn't switch off for for 90 minutes whereas Trent is a more laid back style of player uh, and then that obviously results in in a, in a moment that we like, it's, like. It has to be said, it's not the first time we've seen that from Trent.
0: Yeah, he completely goes to sleep. You you see him turn his head as the ball goes past him, and and obviously Vinicius genius there. But I, I I think there's definitely something in that, and it spills over the, the the sort of tenacity, like as you say, spills over into gamesmanship that you don't see in English teams, no. but you do tend to see in teams mainly from mainly from um spain because they've been the ones that are dominating european competition and and, in think, the latter stages of european competition do
1: you th- i've just thought of this now do you think it we don't see it from english teams because it's so frowned upon by english fans whereas maybe in other leagues like spanish league they don't really care if a team's doing it as long as their team's winning like do you reckon english fans hate it so much that if their team was doing it they'd be like oh what is this like this is not our club type of thing
0: no, I th- I think English fans get around it when because English teams do like that. There's gamesmanship for sure. Yeah, it just doesn't seem to be.
1: But like the flopping, like the flopping <sighs> element but, but sp- of it is frowned upon heavily in England. Yeah, true. it's seen as soft or whatever. True, sometimes. But
0: if it, if even if if it's English fans, if it's their team, yeah, true. They're, they're not they're not about to start complaining about it. Yeah, they just call it shit house and move on. Yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, I honestly don't know what it is. Yeah. But, but yeah. But, yeah, like. And I, I also don't want to say that English teams don't. <laughs> it is interesting that. Uh, completely don't. And, you know, the other teams do because that's not the case.
1: But yeah. yeah. It is It is interesting. In the last 10 years, the only time an English team, to be fair, the, an English team's only made the Champions League final three times since 2012. But in the last 10 years, the only time an English team has won the Champions League has been against another English team. Mm. Yeah. Actually, no, a European final in general, actually. Because, oh, no, United. No, United United did win. But like, oh, Liverpool, yeah. Under Liverpool, Mourinho, Liverpool yeah. lost the Europa League um, in uh, 2016. Uh, Liverpool lost the Champions League in 2018. Uh, and then when an English team did win the Europa League... Um, I guess you did I don't know who did United beat? Do you remember? I can't remember. But uh, the one I do remember is Chelsea beating Arsenal. So that's an English team beating another English team. And then obviously the two Champions League: Liverpool beating Spurs and Chelsea beating Man City.
0: Yeah, and yeah, obviously United losing the Europa League last year. Yeah, there's there's something about English teams in in big finals. Yeah, and the English team um, in the, in the Euros obviously recently as well against. Yeah. A, an, an Italian team that you have to say is ha, had the similar qualities of you know being quite tenacious and at times when they needed to doing the gamesmanship stuff, yeah, absolutely. Which is not, it's not necessarily bad either. I mean, you can do it and yeah. it, you know, and and if you do it well, it, it can make a difference in the result, games, yeah, yeah.
1: So, so yeah, um, but like I, you have to say, hats off to Real Madrid, that's. What's like the, their fourteenth Champions League now? Um, most decorated club in world football. Uh, yeah, just an incredible, incredibly uh, successful club.
0: Yeah, and th- there was a a nice Everton flavour to it all as well before yeah. the game with the.
1: Uh, <laughs> oh, Richard Arlison b-
0: b- b- No, well, yeah the the, the Richard Arlison Can you explain the- that for the listeners that may not know? <laughs> so they set up a Everton. Everton fans set up a uh, essentially shell company um, that um, Liverpool fans used to book a a, um, a bus to the Champions League final um, it didn't rock up and the bus driver's name on the um, on the list was uh, Mr. Richard <laughs> Um but yeah and like obviously in the, the lead up to uh, Peter Reid dressed up in his sort of
1: matador outfit um i didn't see that remember the paddy power ad oh yeah no i did yeah yeah, did yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway His friends call him pedro <laughs> yeah said, that's it uh and then obviously uh carlo Ancelotti saying uh everton fans weren't happy when i left but they must be happy now which i don't know how much uh, st- yeah i remember at the time that. when i saw that i was like yeah well <laughs> we almost got super really happy We almost <laughs> ended up in the championship yeah um but yeah, not much else really to say. Uh, Liverpool, while they weren't terrible, they were they could have done a lot more. Underwhelming. Uh, Courtois, great. And yeah, we move, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, another one from Madrid. Yeah, another one from Madrid. All right. Now, uh, we sort of did a end-of-season awards thing, but one thing we didn't do is um, sort of just look back on the season and go sort of briefly through every team. And how, <coughs> beg pardon me, um, their season went. But an interesting little twist we've put to this is um, me and Wilbur, uh, conveniently, uh, conveniently, is that, that's the way you pronounce that word, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> right. Anyway, don't mind me. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, put together a uh, our own Premier League table predictions before the season started back way back in August, um, and let's just say they weren't quite accurate <laughs> to how the league turned out um so what we're going to do is we're going to go through the actual league table um and then we're gonna uh basically just be like how did we go um and then we are going to just sort of compare the actual position of the team versus the um how we thought that would go our predictions <laughs> yeah. yeah sorry that was worded really badly i was <laughs> trying to find my uh ladder on my phone while i said that anyway <laughs> Uh, so in first, obviously, and we'll, and we'll sort of like give a little brief little summary of how their season went versus what them, what fans of their team may or may not have wanted from the season. Um, all right. So we have, oh, actually one thing I'm going to do very briefly, if I can do it, oh, I can do it. Sick. I'm going to get, I'm also going to get hopefully, uh, last season's ladder as well. So we can see that. Actually, hold on. Uh, give me two seconds bear with me so basically I'm going to get up last season's table as well just to sort of compare and contrast uh, with how they went versus last season alright so here we go got it up so this season Man City finished first I had them in first on my predictions
0: I also had them in and first. Had the
1: first and they finished first last season so you can't I mean outside of Champions League success in the, if it's strictly talking league success it's Pretty much going exactly how they would have hoped. Who did they sign in in the summer? Jack Relish. That was it. Pretty sure. Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, he hasn't done that much, but yeah. I mean, they didn't need to. And they they, won- they got basically a new signing in Bernardo Silva. Yeah, and
1: yeah. They won the league. Uh, really, yeah. We've talked a lot about City. Uh, Liverpool last season finished third, despite the horror run of injuries they had, and this season they finished second. Uh, Where do you have them in I, your letter?
0: I had them one place down on last year, so in, in into fourth.
1: I had them in third, so both, a couple places off there. But, um, I mean, obviously disappointed to not win the league because they came all the way back and probably had chances to win it or at least go go ahead, but they slipped up against the likes of Spurs. Yeah. Um, and throughout the season against Brighton and Brentford, uh, Brighton and Brentford,
0: I don't think I don't think Liverpool fans, I mean they'll feel disappointed, obviously, especially given that they just just lost the Champions League final as well. But I don't think you can really look at this season and say that it's been bad in any no. way. No, I completely like,
1: agree. Like 92, 92 points is a, is a league winning total most years.
0: And even though like they they did close that gap on City, the the job they had to do once they did close that gap was still massive and when you're competing against we've spoken about it a lot the the squad depth that Man City have is just very hard yeah it's ridiculous
1: Um, so yeah Liverpool fans as you saw as everyone probably saw with their bus parade the other day still probably very happy about how the season's gone and uh, as Everton and Arsenal fans we probably wouldn't take that season as well (laughs) Uh, Chelsea in third last season in fourth Uh, I had them in fourth so one spot off I had him in 3rd. You had him in 3rd. Nailed on. it. Nailed it. Uh we was uh 2 for 2 for 2 for 4, No, 2 for 3 right now. I am 1. <laughs> um so yeah, um I mean obviously they would have liked to be much closer to the top 2 uh with the signings they made. Yeah. Um
0: yeah. Yeah, I mean we've spoken about this a lot as well, but like yeah, it was just a very funny season for Chelsea. Obviously the excitement of signing Lukaku that obviously just did not work out,
1: and then Reese James not staying fit, and Ben Chilwell going down for, with a season-ending
0: injury, and then and then their owners, yeah. yeah, it's 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 very hard. I I think they did well that they're in the Champions League next season. They can go again this summer transfer window with all the money in the world and, and hit yeah. the ground hit the ground running again next season.
1: Yep. Um, all right. So uh, last season, oh, so Tottenham finished fourth. This season. Last season they finished seventh. I had them to finish seventh. No, I had them to finish ninth. Oh, goddamn. So I was a bit of a way off there. <laughs> Where'd you have them finish? I, I had them in seventh. So, yeah, not uh, closer than I was, but still a little way off. If, um,
0: if the season had finished at uh, Christmas before Antonio Conte came, we, we probably would have done a bit better. But, but uh,
1: alas, it didn't. But
0: he's he has done yeah extremely yeah. well. I
1: think uh, Tottenham fans can like uh, going even even compared to their expectations at the last, at last season they would be I wouldn't say they'd be like they they probably would have wanted to push for top four at the start of the season with um Nuno but uh considering where their expectations probably dropped to after Nuno left um I think they'd be very happy with where they've got yeah I I, I think and I think we, we we spoke about it earlier this season
0: when we were talking about Tottenham I think th- their aspirations I suppose now are playing in the Champions League every season and trying to get some silverware anywhere possible yeah. so like a, a League Cup or an FA Cup and I think that would be
1: yeah it's like Arsenal for Dan of, Levy and everyone Arsenal was like 10 years ago yeah sort of yeah Um. alright next on the list we have I'll get I'll get the other season ready oh yeah cool All right, so this season, uh, Arsenal finished fifth. Last season? Last season, they were eighth. So an improvement, nonetheless, although we did uh, have Champions League within touching distance and flopped it. Uh, I had them, predicted them, to finish eighth before the season started.
0: I had them ninth.
1: Yeah, so look, exceeded exceeded my expectations for sure.
0: Exactly. I think that goes to show, yeah, what what we've spoken about, that no one thought they were going to do well and the season started terribly and then... Things turned around,
1: like pretty
0: impressively in hindsight. Now,
1: yeah, no, I think um, I, I'm I like to be honest. I know we, two two losses out of three, the three last games go at the, towards the end of the season. But um, I'm happy with where the team's at at the moment, as long as we invest in the right areas in the summer. Uh, I can, I'm we're back in Europe. I know it's not Champions League, but we're back in European football. Young team, only hopefully going to get better. Yeah, looking up. Um, it's all cool. right. Manchester United in sixth second last year <laughs> uh I had them to finish second again, and I also had them in second, yeah, yeah. and uh boy, that went wrong, <laughs> Probably the team we've talked about the most this season, yeah, um yeah,
0: it's just I mean, yeah, and we've t- spoken about that they, they underachieved, yeah, they and to top it off, it.
1: one last titty bit of uh tidbit, sorry yeah. sorry. <laughs> you <laughs> Christ, <laughs> don't think we've had a laugh like that on the show so far. Okay. In quite some time <laughs> All right, let me take a sip of tea while I recompose. <laughs> so, one little tidbit <laughs> apologies. Although, <laughs> it's probably going to be very funny listening for anyone. <laughs> All right. <laughs> One last little tidbit <laughs> of information is that Ralph Rangnick, um, after all the trials and tribulations of uh, the team performing under him and him supposedly exposing all the issues at the club uh, with you know looking to the future to be the consultant, has now been like, "Nope, I'm not going to be the consultant anymore. I'm off to coach Austria, uh, which just it feels like peak banter Arsenal era. Uh, what's just happened there and uh, some United friends of mine have also said yes this is uh, a joke
0: <laughs> yeah I, well, I suppose I, I was watching a, a Fabrizio Romano video about it. apparently he had one meeting with Ten Hag and after that he said he was leaving I think I think it's a, it's about power because they obviously both have a lot of big ideas about how to run a football club and when you've got two people like that it's always going to be difficult mm. and I suppose, you know, maybe he, he was seen as interim boss with the consultancy role, but maybe he was thinking if he can do well, similar thing to Oli would happen where he'd get the manager's role. True. And it seems like he's keen to manage slash coach given with that he's Austria, going yeah. to Austria. So, But yeah, it's it's ridiculous.
1: Yeah, it's a very bad look it's PR aboard, for the club, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm not going to dilly-dally on Manchester United for too long. Shambles of a season and yeah, I guess... I mean, it's not quite rock bottom, but you could argue the only way is up from here. Yeah. Uh, all right. Next, we have West Ham United in... Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. West Ham United in seventh. Sixth last season. And I had them to finish 11th this season, probably because I, th- I think me and quite a few other people thought they would also. Where'd you have them? I'd him in eighth. Yeah, so not quite as low, but yeah, I thought they would drop off because they didn't have a lot of squad depth going into this season, and they, to be fair, they still don't. But up right up until the end of the season, which is really only when they started getting injuries, they stayed remote, fairly fit, had an incredibly deep Europa League uh, run to the, to the semi-finals, and still in European football, even if it is just the Conference League. So, I feel like they won't be too unhappy with that season.
0: I think they'll take it. I mean, yeah, obviously the the season started and they were essentially in the hunt for top four, but it was always going to be really hard to maintain. Um, and yeah, I think they'll take the Conference League. If they can win any sort of European sort of like trophy, I think they'd take that.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. And Conference League is... It's, I wish they get Lingard back. Yeah. Conference League, if they can, you know, get a little bit more squad depth, is a very winnable competition. Like yeah. Leicester made it to the semifinals. Roma, who, truth be told, aren't a very good team, won it. Um, mm. Feyenoord made it to the final who were as well on an amazing team yeah um, so yeah that's definitely on the cards and it's win. a cool trophy yeah I reckon it's a cooler looking trophy than the Europa League absolutely without really, a doubt it's really nice um, so in 8th we have Leicester City I had them to finish
0: they finished I had them to finish 5th
1: 5th last season so yeah I had them to back it up um,
0: and I also had them in 5th
1: yeah it just never really got going for them and a couple of good results here and there, like the four-two over United and a couple other things, but like they, they just were sitting from like tenth to twelfth for a lot of the season, and only just jumped up towards the end of the season.
0: I think, yeah, I, I think Harvey Barnes missed a lot of the season, but I think the the big story and recurring story for Leicester is that without Jamie Vardy, they're just not as good.
1: Yeah, Jamie Vardy's minutes to goal ratio this season is like, uh, if not the best, it's the second best, which is just and which is just crazy. He scored something like. 13 or something goals in like less than half a season.
0: Yeah. And it's 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 a problem that that they're obviously trying to um solve, but not having much luck in and yeah, maybe this summer they can find someone who can replace him, but is it's a very big.
1: Do we think Patson Dakar can kick on after having his first season in the Premier League? Cuz I think he showed flashes.
0: I think he was decent, yeah. But is is he Jamie Vardy? Probably not. Probably not. I
1: also think Kolechi Inacho as is a is a what's the word? It's an experiment that has run its course. Yeah, okay. I don't it's, think. I think he's solid, but I don't think he's their answer as their starting striker. Yeah,
0: I think the problem might be that instead of instead of trying to replace Jamie Vardy, you need to think about a different system because True. you. I don't think you're gonna replace Jamie. He's Vardy. a very
1: unique type of player. Yeah. yeah.
0: There's not that many strikers around to sort of play off a last defender as 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 well as he does and yeah also oh, been finna-
1: finding someone who's that good yeah. for cheap is yeah, not easy Yeah they paid like less than a million pounds for him Exactly so yeah I think they bought him from Fleetwood Town I'm pretty
0: sure I think they probably need to yeah change their strategy of how they're going to keep keep their position Yeah the it'll Premier be League. interesting
1: to see how well or how good a manager Brendan Rodgers is to Solve that problem. Yeah. Because I do think he's a good manager. But, you know. Yeah. It's a big challenge.
0: Yeah. But at at the same time, he's got a lot of good pieces in place. Mm. If Harvey Barnes stays fit. If James
1: Madison stays fit. Yeah. It's, staying fit is a key thing for them next season as yeah. well. Because they made it to a conference league semifinal. And they had a lot of players out through injury. Like the, uh, At one point, they had like three starting centre-backs out. James Justin would miss the first half of the season. Harvey Barnes, like you said... Um, so yeah and Didi I think missed a lot of time as well true and he's, he's
0: massive mm.
1: yeah uh, next we have Brighton who finished ninth, their
0: highest ever finish and we spoke about this last week they finished uh, one point above the
1: drop zone in 16th so one, yeah one place sorry. and uh, this season I had them to finish in 15th not much of not much of a vote of confidence for me I had them in 12th so you were a little bit more confident but yeah. no one could have seen this coming yeah,
0: I don't think so. Especially after they lose their best centre back, um, yeah. But again, like we spoke about last week, it's just a great, great managerial performance.
1: Yeah, and like, it's like like we've said as well, like no standout players, but just an incredibly well-run team. Yeah, and that just goes to show you with um, their left centre back, Mark Kukurea, winning player of the season. Like you know, it's like not the Trossards or the Mopes. It's it's just the solid guys who who can play lots of positions and just do their bit for the team. So, yeah, what a great performance for Brighton. And uh, if they don't lose Kukurea to City, uh, maybe build on it next season and push for European spots. Is um, Basuma
0: still linked with Arsenal?
1: I haven't heard anything, but I wish. wish. He was also amazing this season as well. Mm. Um, Next, we've got Wolverhampton Wanderers, who finished 10th.
0: Uh, 13th last season.
1: I had so them a slight fit, improvement. I had them to finish twelfth. Where did I put them? Uh, I put them thirteenth. So yeah, we put them around. It. Uh, at this point of the predictions, is kind of just sort of guess a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like they. It they, seems like I'm just going to where they finished last season. Yeah. They floated <laughs> yeah. in and around thirteenth to eighth throughout the season, um, and they'll probably take tenth. Like, I think Wolves. Yeah, I just
0: the, the main thing narrative that that I remember around Wolves was at the start of the season when they just were playing so so well and getting no points and scoring no goals. I think their probably quality sort of dropped off a little bit. Um
1: but yeah. But yeah, I think also losing a Dama Traore could have been huge for them, but they thought they handled it quite well. Also it was great to see uh Roberto Jimenez back. Yeah. Um no, Roberto Raul Jimenez. <laughs> I didn't pick up on it
0: actually. <laughs> um, is is, is Huang hee Chan new, or had he been around
1: for a while? I'm actually not sure. I I think he's newish, yeah, but I, I'm not sure if he was born the season just before. Burst onto the scene a bit more. Also, Pedro season. Neto was injured for most of the season and only came back toward the end of the season. So if they have him this season uh, coming, they might be better. But yeah, um, overall, can't be can't be too dis- disappointed if you're from the black country and a Wolves fan. Uh, next, we have Newcastle United in probably. The, arguably the biggest turnaround of the season.
0: Where'd they finish? Eleventh. Uh, they finished twelfth last season.
1: Oh wow! But they it's were as low as they so were as weird. low as last uh, throughout this season.
0: Um, I had them to finish fourteenth. as well. I also had them to finish fourteenth. <laughs> I think. Yeah, I, I, I suppose it, it was a bit of a surprise how poorly they started under Steve Bruce. I think wait they had Callum Wilson at the start of the season didn't they but then he got injured Mm -hmm. and that was probably a big part of the goals drying
1: up yeah but yeah the new manager and a bit of money spent in January and they turned it around Mm. and they are looking ominous for next season if they can make continue to make some handy additions especially with Eddie Howe at the helm because he nominated for coach of the year despite only coaching half a year um and arguably could have won it really um yeah. If he had been signed maybe a month earlier. But, yeah. A very good turnaround for Newcastle, and I reckon they take that 100%, especially yeah. considering where they were.
0: I think the main thing with them was just staying in the in the top flight. Yeah. And then they can build.
1: Um, all right. Next, we have Crystal Palace, who finished 12th. They finished 14th last season. Mm. And I had them to get relegated <laughs> in 18th. <laughs> Go, go figure.
0: <laughs> I had him in 16th.
1: Yeah. Um, to be honest, looking at their team they had this season, I don't know why I thought they were going to finish in the relegation spots. Um, to be fair, who knew Conor Gallagher was going to be that good? But Exactly. Or Michael Olise was going to come out of the woodwork like that. But having Azaha and Eze... Yeah. I mean, they made, they just made a lot of very astute signings. Connor Gallagher, Michael Elise, Joachim Anderson at centre-back. Um, yeah. I think just... It, it it was a case of I suppose the the idea last
0: season was that oh Roy's doing a really good job to keep them up. But then Patrick Vieira comes in and you're kinda of thinking that, you know, maybe he's unlocked a bit a bit of potential that was maybe untapped. Because yeah, he, he, he came man- in and did a really, really, really good job.
1: Was he nominated for manager of the season as well? I think he was. I'm not
0: too sure, but yeah, he he's a shout because yeah, he literally they were very good under Roy, but I feel like they've almost got a, a new brand now under oh, yeah. under Vieira, where they're a lot more exciting
1: to watch. And yeah, and like lot it's of just good a shame young we did. We, yeah, it's just a shame we didn't get to see um too many games of Eze, Elise, Zaha and Gallagher all playing together this season because that would have been I think it only happened two or three times. Because that would have been phenomenal to watch. Yeah, but um, and looks looks I don't I would be surprised if Gallagher's still there this season. Um. I yeah, he's going to try and make it at Chelsea, but still plenty of good signs for them going into next season. Might see him in Everton. Might see him going to go to Everton. Is that a link?
0: Apparently that's a link, yeah. Well, he's, he knows it. Frank Lampard, obviously, oh, knows it. Oh,
1: true. Him. That would be huge for you guys. Yeah. That would be. be sick. All right. Next, we have the first of the of the promoted clubs, Brentford. Obviously, finished... I don't know high in the championship uh, last yeah, they, season they, I think they automatic promotion I think they were automatic promotion yeah yeah no, no 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 they won the playoff they won the playoff I'm pretty sure no 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 they didn't uh, I, think, I think Watford won the playoff anyway wh- wh- where did you have them? Uh, I had them finishing 13th oh look at that <laughs> look at that call me a prophet <laughs> I had them in 17th ooh just above the drop zone Faith, but not too much faith. <laughs> they finished...
0: Wait, I must be looking at the wrong...
1: The championship.
0: They finished third. So oh, yeah so they would have won a playoff. Yeah, they yeah. won a the playoff.
1: Well, yeah. Um, started extremely well. Had a little slide mid-season mid and then signed Christian Eriksen and improved again. Um, all in all, a pretty good season for a first season. The first season in the top flight in 50 years or whatever it is. I yeah. Think.
0: Very impressive. They they beat Arsenal, took it to United
1: and Liverpool, and they drew, Yeah, they drew with Liverpool. Hey? and they smashed Chelsea. Mm. So yeah, uh, very impressive season. They're not going to have Christian Eriksen almost certainly next season. Um, so that'll be a hole they need to fill. Mm. But uh, definitely, and you, and you just you really hope what happens to them doesn't. Uh, what happens to them isn't what happened to Sheffield United in their second season.
0: And leaves, yeah. They, they, yeah. It's, 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 it's a common story. You, you need to make it past that second season if you're going to stay up. And th- they could struggle losing Ericsson for sure, yeah. and especially given that players like him in M- Bueno and um, Vissar, they have a bit of a name for themselves now. And and Tony's li- liable to get
1: pinched from and, better teams. And Tony's, is, is himself has said, he. Has multiple times been given a chance to be proud to pay for Ever- at Brentford. Make a is, dick of himself. Made a dick <laughs> of himself. Uh, so yeah, we're very interesting to see how well they go next season. Uh, for in 14th position, we have Aston Villa. 11th last season.
0: Obviously expected to kick on, given with the Grealish money. E- even losing Jack Grealish, you know that they they bought some some new players. And I think a lot of people expected them to, to do a lot better. Me when and the, you when included. That, when that didn't... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I had them in 11th. I had them in 6th. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah. Very overconfident for me.
0: <laughs> but yeah, it, it became clear that that wasn't going to happen and then they got rid of Dean Smith. So. Yeah.
1: And then even, they had a brief bounce with Steven Gerrard, but then even after that, they did slide a little bit. So he's going to definitely want to vastly improve that uh, next season with some new signings, which we'll touch on. Soon,
0: yeah, I I think on the signings, you know, it was it happens a lot when when teams get a whole bunch of money from one, they've got a whole bunch of money to spend and they spend it all, and I feel like oftentimes it doesn't go that well. Like they made decent signings, but yeah, like, wait, did they? Leon it, Bailey's
1: been out injured for most of the season. Wendy has been hit and miss. Danny Ings has been hit and miss. And who else did they get?
0: I think that might. Be. Anyway, it, there was one other play, it, they're not but... great signings, and, and they need to be careful as well because now that it seems like they've given full backing to Stephen Gerrard, and maybe Stephen Gerrard is good, but like we said, they've already made two signings, and
1: yeah, I don't know. We'll see.
0: We, we've seen what happened to Everton. Yeah. <laughs> if you just go out and buy as many players
1: as you like. Um, all right. Moving on, we have uh, in 15th, we have Southampton.
0: 15th last season, too.
1: I had them. To go down in nineteenth. Me too. Yeah. Um, to be honest, like I, I'm not that disappointed with that pick. For me, I like they had they looked very dicey, uh, last season in times and this season as well. in t- times they've looked very dicey. Like sometimes they'll bring out performances. They beat Arsenal, got a couple of other good results, but if you look at their last five games of the season, draw, lost, 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 lost. So, um, yeah, look a very up and down team. Um. 15th is probably pretty deserved. Yeah. I think
0: their saving grace is really James Ward-Prowse. And, um, yeah, I don't know. It, it could be tricky for them again next season Yeah, if they don't strengthen.
1: Yeah. and uh, Hassan Hootler, as a manager, I'm, I like him. I'm not sure about him, though. Yeah, he's
0: like... just so up and down. Yeah.
1: Because, yeah. like, They'll beat one. They'll they'll be looking good for two games, and then they'll lose six nil to Chelsea. Like, yeah. yeah. Or like they'll be looking good one game, and then lose nine nil to Leicester. Or it's consistent. Like yeah. that that happens consistently to them. Yeah. So I don't really get it. Next, we've got the Toffees. Sixteenth, <laughs> tenth last season. I had them to finish
0: after an amazing start under Carlo. Yeah. Somewhat um, faltered. Yeah. I had them to finish 10th again this season. I keep on forgetting that we we did this. I had them 10th as well. And boy, oh boy, did, they, did it go wrong. <laughs> yeah, we were watching that season review and they actually started quite well. Um, and then it went bad. Yeah, I,
1: although I do remember one time you came back and won 3-2 against Burnley. I remember on the podcast you were saying, yeah, but we started that game really poorly. And then you then you were like, it seems to be a trend that we start really slowly against these teams and sit back, doesn't matter who it is. Yeah, and that eventually became a very recurring trend, which ended up in you guys losing a lot of games.
0: Yeah, well, it was. was, Yeah, I I remember saying it as well. It was every game that we started; it was just so negative. And I mean, it's funny because that when Rafa got appointed, there was obviously that storm of. uh, He called us a small club, and that's what he was actually um, talking about when. When he when he made that comment, and it's funny that he came in, and almost got us relegated playing in
1: that shitty style. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, ironic, in fact. Yeah, Agent Rafa. Yeah, um, but yeah, hope like Frank's at the wheel now. Uh, looked very good at home, suspect away, but in the climate of when the situation he came into, you can kind of understand that. The key this season will be fixing that away home form, or Fixing that away form while maintaining the good home form, and. Uh, keeping the team as well as you can together because uh, obviously some players are probably potentially going to be looking towards the door, Richarlison amongst the names.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think he, he's basically come out and said he wants to leave without actually saying it. Yeah. Um, because he has a lot of respect for the fans. They... I think most of the fans understand it too. Yeah, yeah. I mean he was with, myself included. He's he was a very with good PSG
1: player. last season. So yeah,
0: he's a very good player. But I hope that he, if he does go somewhere, that he actually does well and plays, plays football. Um, but yeah, it, it'll be the last season at Goodison next season. Oh shit! Season. Yeah,
1: Bramley Moor Dock under construction.
0: Mm. So yeah, but, better it make it a good one. Better make it a good one. Sort yeah. of strengthen for that before that first season. In the new stadium, which can be yeah. hard,
1: and you also might money might be a little bit tight once that stadium is built as well. True. Yeah. Uh, at least it was. For, it was for Arsenal anyway. Um, maybe, maybe times have changed. Yeah. Uh, Leeds United in seventeenth, narrowly avoiding the drop. I had them uh, finishing seventh. Where they finished last season?
0: They finished ninth last season, and
1: I had them in to finish sixth. Yeah. So that's probably the biggest point discrepancy of anyone we had here yeah uh, yeah Look, like we just mentioned before the second season slump um, hit them hard sacked Bielsa it got so bad they sacked Bielsa mid-season uh, it, w- it was injuries as well though wasn't it it was injuries Calvin Phillips missed a lot of the season Patrick Bamford played one game all season he was their top goal scorer last season
0: there's one silver line to their injuries though is they gave Gilhart a run and he looks fucking amazing he does look really good and um,
1: what was the other thing I was going to say <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it looks like they're probably going to lose Rafinha. Uh, teams are licking, uh, Teams above them are licking their lips at the potential of signing Calvin Phillips. So it will be another interesting rebuild for Jesse March. <laughs> yeah, who uh, seems
0: to be fleecing
1: um, RB Salzburg. RB Salzburg at the moment. Uh, which we'll uh, touch on in a sec with some signings they've already made. Uh, but yeah, they've survived the second season slump. Uh, at this point, especially with the players they're looking to lose I, it's got to just be about survival next season as well I think they're, yeah. they're not in any position to be pushing out the table at this point as far as their squad is concerned no especially with uh, Stuart Dallas a main stand, the mainstay the team is going to be out for at least the first half of next season So, oh really yeah he did his ACL like two games before the season finished oh right
0: yeah it's so wild how you can keep on playing <laughs> but yeah I, I think um,
1: no he didn't play he, did he his, didn't he did his ACL like, didn't
0: he score that goal
1: no it was Jack Harrison oh right okay yeah. Yeah, he's out for a long time. Yeah, that's no good.
0: Yeah, I mean, hopefully Bamford can can come back in and play well. But if if they do lose Rafinha um, and Calvin Phillips, it'll be tricky. But yeah, I think the the big narrative for Leeds this season was just Bielsa's stubbornness
1: to not... Play a different way. Yeah, close up shop all right the relegation places here we go to wrap up um, Burnley finished 18th and are finally relegated as we touched on last episode where they finished last season they avoided relegation by one spot 17th and I had them to avoid relegation again by one spot so. I, I had them in 15th but alas uh, they could no longer do it probably because they sacked <laughs> Um but yeah I mean they're gone we've, we've already touched on it like not much, don't really have anything else to say. Mm. So we'll move on to Watford. Uh finished eighteenth. Uh I had them to finish dead last. Uh sorry, they finished nineteenth, sorry. I, I had them dead last as well. They finished second in the championship last season. Yeah. At times they looked like uh, they looked okay. Uh they beat United and had a couple of okay other other okay results, but it just the wheels just fell off. I mean when you sack two managers in a season, it's never gonna be Yeah over the great. Not even the, the great you can save you.
0: Exactly. I think, yeah, they're, they're, and they've, they've also got a few players that other teams should be looking at. Oh, yeah. Musa Sissoko, Yalpred, Pedro, what's Ismail Assar, Kucho Sarr, Hernandez, Ismail yeah, um, Emmanuel Dennis, Emmanuel Dennis. Hopefully they can hold on to a few of them and get themselves back up, but yeah, they've got some very good
1: attacking players. Yeah. Tom <laughs> <laughs> Um But yeah, and finally... Norwich uh, For some reason I had them in my Predictions to stay up <laughs> In 16th uh, They finished dead last And that was probably Coming from about Round 5 onwards They won the
0: Championship Obviously With 92 points Last season And um, <clears throat> I had them in To finish 18th And get relegated Yeah
1: And they lost But You can argue They lost Buendia Who was Arguably their Player of the season Last year But yeah, they just they just like they sacked their manager mid-season. They just didn't have like it wasn't even that they played that badly. They just didn't have a squad of play- like they were just outclassed. Like that the level of of their ability of their players was just below the other nineteen teams, and it yeah. was just evident.
0: Exactly, yeah. They they, they didn't have enough players.
1: The team of Pookie seemed a little bit past it. Yeah. So. Uh, and fi- uh, finally, before we move on to some uh, the first installment of uh. Transfer, transfer signings and rumours um, for this off season. We have to give a brief mention to Nottingham Forest, who have sealed promotion against Huddersfield. Um, congrats to them, and can't wait to see them back in the Prem.
0: Yeah, via a, an own goal. Yeah, being the the, the one nil margin in the playoff final. It's not
1: always attractive. And the they spring.
0: finished. They finished fourth, and they beat Huddersfield, who finished third. That's got to feel good.
1: And, uh, yeah, uh, first time back in the Premier League since 1999. And uh, you don't like them because Stuart Broad yeah, well, supports them. I like I like them a little bit less now because Stuart Broad supports them. <laughs> That's for sure. All right, on to the fun stuff, which is transfers. So, uh, over the off-season, we're definitely going to talk about a bunch of transfer rumours uh, as well as signings. But for now... We're going to stick to just signings just because um, we'd be here all night.
0: It's a long rumour
1: list slash yep. not confirmed but close. Ex- exactly. And there's also a bunch of players who have confirmed they are leaving their clubs but haven't been linked to anyone yet. Um, so, yeah, for kicking off in not very alphabetical order but alphabetical order for the Premier League, <laughs> uh, Aston Villa have made two signings already. Uh, Diego Carlos from Sevilla for £26 million is the first one uh
0: so yeah newcastle were interested in the in january and sevilla refused a 38 million dollar bid from newcastle and have now accepted a 26 um million pound bid do, do, yeah yeah uh, it
1: seems like a kind of odd club management from sevilla there yeah
0: well i just think there's the there's the image around Newcastle now that they can pay more, so try and hold out for more it just didn't work out for them. True. I mean, it's definitely not good management. No. <laughs> <laughs> they lost 10 million. To um, truth be counts. told,
1: I don't know a whole lot about Diego Carlos, but Sevilla are a solid team. Like He would have paired next to Jules Koundé, yeah. um, who's a, a good centre-back linked with even better clubs than Aston Villa. Um, so, yeah, it looks like a good signing for them. That centre-back was an area they definitely needed to strengthen. Yeah, Brazilian centre backs usually usually work out decently well in the Premier League. Yeah, if, if that's anything to go by. Um, the other signing they made is Bubakar Kamara uh, on a free transfer from Marseille. Um, I didn't know much about him, but then apparently Fabrizio Romano says he's one to watch this season. A fantastic player, according to him. Yeah. Um, so yeah.
0: Yeah, I, again, I, I don't know too much about it,
1: but yeah, I've, I've, I've heard some good things about him, but it'll, it'll be good to see how he goes, for sure. And yeah, like, I mean, all I know about him is that he had to put up with Mateo Guendouzi's shit in center mid all season. So yeah, if you can do that, it can do anything. <laughs> poor guy, poor guy. Uh, next, we've got Leeds, who we just mentioned before, they've made, already made a, a signing from RB Salzburg. Uh, the United States uh, men's team, international. Uh, Brendan Aronson from... Salzburg for 25 million pounds an attacking midfielder slash winger Uh, let's be real I didn't even know he existed before Leeds signed him yeah and
0: and this one went through like literally just after just after they stayed up and probably would have fallen apart if if they hadn't stayed up so yeah yeah, I, I suppose it's good for Leeds and maybe a similar position to
1: what Rafinha plays so maybe trying to cover for that inevitability little bit of, I mean, I haven't seen him play, but I'm going to call it right now a little bit of a downgrade. <laughs> <laughs> I would say so, yeah. but that's, I suppose that's, that's my the, best I, bias the best
0: idea that Desi March has got, maybe.
1: Yeah. Uh, and um, I know we didn't said we weren't going to do rumours, but they are linked with another Salzburg uh, player as well.
0: Uh, Rasmus Christensen. I probably butchered the pronunciation. Uh, yeah, Danish right back. He's also been lead, linked with um, Little Denmark-Brentford um, <laughs> and also Dortmund, apparently.
1: Oh, wow. But, yeah. But, yeah, Salzburg. Uh, Salzburg's former manager, star winger, and potentially starting right back or potentially on their way to Leeds. Uh, next, we have a signing that really hurts me because of how smart it is from the team that did it. Spurs have signed Ivan Perisic from Inter, the on Croatian a free. On a free. Oh, <laughs> owes me, man. Was linked with Chelsea. Obviously,
0: probably the Antonio Conte link got him there. Yeah, that's such a good signing,
1: man. Such a sensible signing. Genius. Like it's just pedigree at Champions League level. It's league winning pedigree. It's uh, like make, making a European, uh, making a World Cup final pedigree. Like, yeah, he's, he's very, he's a very, very good player.
0: Yeah, it's it's a very astute
1: signing. I'm pretty sure he won the Champions League with Bayern, I'm pretty sure, as well. Mm.
0: Yeah, yeah, true, because he went from Bayern to Inter, maybe yeah. last year. Even. I think the year after they won it, yeah.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that hurts me. That makes them so much better. Him on one side, Son, Kane. <laughs> even <laughs> if they don't keep Kulusevski, like, that's fine. Yeah, but if
0: they've got... I mean, Perisic is good. He is on the older side, so having Kulusevski
1: and him... True. Is but just depth is what you need in the yeah. Champions Yeah, and League. Lucas Moura. And they have that yeah. as well. Uh, so yeah great good for them yeah <laughs> uh, then good on to time. a team that also loves to just or not in terms not in terms of Spurs but in terms of a big teams picking who they want like we said earlier about City uh, Bayern have gone out and signed uh, Ajax centre midfielder superstar Ryan Gravenberch uh, from the little I've watched of him in the Champions League very good player
0: yeah he does look very good and it seems a bit of a steal at 24 million euros yeah he's cheap I, i'm not sure if that's rumored or confirmed fee i don't know where i saw it but that's what i saw but yeah if if that is true that is a very very good
1: signing yeah for a team that didn't really need get to get any better but yeah they did i guess they are maybe a little bit disappointing in the champions league but they smashed the league again for their 10th in a row um but yeah we'll see how that goes and we'll see we'll actually be really interesting to see now that Ten Hag has gone how ajax rebuilds if they lose a bunch more good players this offseason yeah, yeah. Because I'm sure they'll rebuild again. Yeah. They've just got the incredibly well-run club. Yeah. Uh, finally, uh, PSG have uh, triggered the the buy clause, which was in Nuno Mendes' loan contract. Or oh, sorry, <laughs> Uh and they've signed him for forty million euros from Sporting. I think, yeah, that was the that was the the, the buy option, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, he was in the team of the season. I'm pretty sure in the French league, um, tore it up, uh, as many predicted he would. Yeah,
0: he's very good. It's not surprising. Um, and I mean, forty
1: forty million euros sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. For a young superstar left back, you know, hmm. him on one side, Cancela on the other side for Portugal. That's that's some tasty stuff. Yeah. And, ba- and C- Cedric, in case other of them gets injured. <laughs> Um, alright so just quickly we're at 50 minutes let's just before we finalise there's just three players who are definitely leaving their clubs um, that we briefly talk about Mane is leaving Liverpool Pogba's leaving United and Lewandowski is leaving Bayern just quickly give me some thoughts on where you think they might go where you think it would be a good fit for them to go well, yeah.
0: Based on what I've heard, it's apparently Lewandowski to to Barcelona, and that seems okay. I suppose. I don't know. Yeah. I, I can't see him. I can't see him winning a Champions League there. I can, and I think struggling with the league as well, given how good Real Madrid are, are getting and, and strengthening. Um, but would you, where, would we, where do you see him going?
1: I I, I would I, I well, seems like the expected one. I would pref, I would prefer him to go somewhere else. Um, I reckon it, it was this might surprise. You. I reckon he'd do all right to go to Liverpool. I actually reckon Liverpool. Yeah, I reckon he'd be all right there.
0: Link like, up with Klopp
1: again? Yeah, like, they like, yeah. Klopp's managed him before. Uh, I think he's leaving on a. I think I'm not sure if he's leaving on a free for Bayern or if he's easily, if he's not leaving on a free, it'd be pretty cheap because he's got one year left in his contract. Um, yeah
0: I don't think it is a free because he's come out saying he wants to leave th- they yeah. need to let me leave yeah. essentially um, um,
1: but yeah look I think he's still got stuff left in the tank and I think like, they've got Bobby Firmino but if they're losing Mane like, I know they've got Diogo Zotto but I think they could do with a guy up top like that who can just
0: I reckon money wages
1: yeah I reckon true. wages will hold it back but uh, maybe Chelsea Chelsea yeah if they get if they shift they shift Lukaku definitely Mm. Um, if the guy goes back to Inter, I can see I can see Chelsea doing that for sure. Thomas Tuchel would would love him. Yeah, and um, probably and probably work well with with him as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, I don't I don't like the fit at Barca. But I yeah, it like doesn't them. seem it doesn't seem right. Like I can see them trying to fit two up top with the Bamiyang or push a Bamiyang to the left. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, uh, Mane, I uh, I really don't know. Rumour is buying, obviously. Yeah. And like I'm sure he'd excel there, but I would like to see him go to somewhere a little bit more interesting, personally. Well, like a, a Premier League, not even primi- rival. Yeah, yeah. Real Madrid. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, you'd hate to see that. I'd hate Madrid. to see that. Um. Yeah, look. Bayern probably is the only other logical place for him to go, especially if Bayern are potentially losing Serge Gnabry. Hmm. Um. I don't know, it's just like Bayern, I feel like it's just a boring transfer destination.
0: Yeah, I know what you mean.
1: Um, like, Max Frosick touched on this a couple of, like, four or five five episodes ago. They're just, like, like, like they're, they're a meh club. Like, no one really cares if they win the league over there. Yeah. And even when they won the Champions League, it would be like, oh, whatever.
0: Hmm. Um, but at the same time, I'm sure it would be lovely to go over there oh, yes. and win the league and... I don't know, do what you do over there. Yeah. <laughs> Potentially win the Champions League. Get a bump of payday. At it's Bayern a safe well. it's a safe transfer. Yeah. It's not it's not bad if you're a player. And you probably get you it's probably, bad from a spectator's point of view. Yeah, you probably
1: yeah. You probably get a better wage at Bayern than he would at Liverpool as well. Mm. So that looks uh that looks to be where that's happening. Finally
0: just, just on minor yeah, yeah. I think we should mention that, you know, he he has been a little bit disrespected in the, oh, in, the absolutely. in the storm of the of the seller contract saga. Yeah. Um, and it's probably the reason why he why he wants to move on. undervalued for sure and
1: he has been undervalued as well
0: they'll miss him in a very very big, big way big time big time um, and yeah I think it's going to be as, a lot harder for
1: them to compete with Man City next year without Sadio Mane yeah and also if, if they don't compete and then Sal leaves on a free next season then tricky bickies tricky bickies finally I'd love to see him struggle <laughs> yeah <laughs> Actually, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, I'd just like to see someone break into that top two, just mm. just just for the interestingness of the Premier League, but I don't see it with City signing Erling Haaland, and
0: I do, I do, yeah, wonder where the Premier League will be in a couple of years if, you know, if Liverpool follow that trajectory. I mean, it's going to be hard for Ten Hag to be competing with, um, City in a couple of years. Anyway, yeah. uh, finally, Paul Pogba,
1: he's been linked to going to back to Juventus. He's been linked to going to Man City. Um, he's linked to PSG. Anywhere else you think he might go? Or do you like any of those three teams? I'd like like—I'd I'd like to see
0: him most go back to Juventus. Yeah, I think he seemed the most happy there.
1: Be- I be- don't be- want to see
0: him go to Man City. Yeah. And I don't think that's a good transfer for anyone. And,
1: and fuck PSG.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. For me, PSG is a bigger mech club than, um actually maybe it's not a mech club it's a dislike
1: <laughs> yeah I, I like the way they, they operate especially with the Mbappe I've so touched on recently like I've got I can't no think of where else he'd go
0: him. but I, I can't see him going to a really high performing Premier League rival um, yeah Italian league seems like the best for him given yeah. that it hasn't really worked out
1: at United yeah it, be, it definitely does seem like the most likely he's thing. great talent <laughs> great talent he's not a great player <laughs> Uh, but yes, that will wrap us up for this week. Um, uh, we're Back next week with a lot more transfer rumours and signings to talk about. Uh, as we head uh, at 100 miles an hour, head first into this uh, off-season. There'll also be an England game oh, yeah, before amongst, the next episode. Yeah, they'll, they'll be with the Nations League, although... We don't, we don't, we don't pay too much mind to that, but we will talk about it next week as well. And yeah, maybe we should try to do some previews for the upcoming women's
0: Euros. Oh, the women's Euros, yes, which, which yes. is the start of July. So we have got some time. We got some
1: time, to, but we we will do some preparation for that as the lionesses ramp up their pre- uh, preparation to take on Sweden and, and the like. Yeah, they. I, I think they open the tournament as well against Poland. Oh, so yeah, no, I look look forward to Austria. that too as we look ahead to that. But yeah, uh, as always, if you liked what you heard and you especially had a giggle and we had a giggle today. Um <laughs> titty bit. <laughs> uh follow us on Spotify, uh, follow us on, on the Instagram, uh 40 pod on Insta, the 40yard Twitch on Spotify. And uh I don't know if you can rate us, rate us, why not, you know. Chuck's are rating. <laughs> a good out one. Of 10. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 8, 8 out of 10. 4.5 <laughs> stars. Um yeah I've been Woody he's been movie we'll see you next time